Hey y'all, welcome back to the Multifaceted Black Girl Podcast, where here we encourage you to read books and twerk, be spiritual and a freak, because we do not box ourselves in for nobody. Um, I'm very excited about this episode, y'all. Um, I have a special guest that I'm so excited to chat with. Um, she is a black female entrepreneur, and we love those here. We love multifaceted black women. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to get to that conversation later. But before we go ahead and get into that, you know I have to... Let me put my phone on silent, y'all. You know that I have to go ahead and just catch up with y'all and let you guys know what's been going on. I'm super busy right now. Work, you know, I started my new role um, in December. So like ramping up in January has been insane. Also, it's Black History Month. So we have a lot of planning with that with my affinity group. Um, and then just YouTube, Instagram... TikTok, like all of that has been keeping me busy, but like I've seen so much growth and I really appreciate it because, you know, I took a break um, when my dad passed away and that's like right when I was getting traction, like really being consistent. So the fact that now that I'm back to being consistent and I've seen so much growth just makes me so happy, y'all. So, so, so happy. So all my projects are going well. Make sure you follow me, Dami Baby on everything. Um, but we'll go ahead and move on um, to a couple little housekeeping notes. Um... With that being said, what I just said about being busy, I'm too damn busy and I am burnt out. I'm so passionate. I always just want to hit the ground running and work hard to see progress because, you know, you have to work hard, but I'm busy. I have a lot of projects and like I said, I started a new role. It's a black Christmas month, so I'm doing a lot in my affinity group. I'm actually switching roles within my affinity group and then like just life and dealing with grief still and all of that shit, all my projects, it's a lot. So... I really wanted to um, try to do the podcast weekly um, because I want to see growth, but I can't build Rome in a damn day. I need to realize that I cannot build Rome in a damn day and I just don't have the bandwidth. And so what I'm going to have to do is revert back to my old schedule before, you know, I revamp the podcast to bi-weekly. That'll be for now. I won't say that there's a chance that um, it'll go back to weekly but for now bi-weekly is better for me and I'll have more time to create content for the actual podcast page because I haven't had time to do that either because between my Instagram and YouTube that's been taking up the bulk of my time and I haven't had time to create content for the podcast page and that's what's really gonna you know be something that matters when it comes to growing the podcast so I do have to revert back to bi-weekly so the next episode will be dropping on What's today's date, y'all? I don't never know the date anymore. Um, the next episode will be dropping on February first. What a, the it that that works out wonderfully. Um, so yeah, that's just something I wanted to let you guys know. Moving on to our wellness tip of the week. My wellness tip of the week is mind your goddamn business. It's peaceful when you mind your business. When I be minding my damn business, I be at peace. Okay, period, poo. So my wellness tip for you is to mind your goddamn business. Mind your business. I think that's a song by um the Isley Brothers, I think. I think that's the Isley Brothers. Mind your business. Please do it. Please do it. Um, And so, yeah, one thing I noticed is that last week I totally forgot to do icebreakers because I'm so damn busy. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the icebreakers and I will introduce my guests. So I will be back in just a minute, y'all. All the niggas in here, 
real. I need to know if you guys are really ready to be my friend because it gets real, it gets gross, it gets terrifying. Are you ready? Niggas, get the hell out. If you're a part of my job label, go right now because it's about to get disgusting. It's about to get so fucking freaky. Get out. All right, y'all. We are back, and I have a special guest who I just adore. Adore. She's looking beautiful. Skin is flourishing today, this morning, and she's drinking. Miss Morgan, the owner of Pretty Pete. Pretty Pete. Uh -huh. Is that orange juice? Is that orange juice? Pineapple juice. Pineapple. Okay. It's pineapple. Okay. Pineapple and Casamigos. I'm with it. I'm with it. So I yes, no somewhere. I know that's right. I should have had a drink, but I drank too much last night, y'all. So, <laughs> baby, I had to get it together. I almost fell asleep, set my alarm for 8.30, popped up. <laughs> okay. Um. So, yeah, Multifaceted Black Girl Podcast. Here we just push the message that you can be spiritual, inner free, read books, and twerk, multifaceted woman. So we get to all, all the shits here, everything. Um, we like to start off with icebreakers. And so I have some really funny icebreakers. Okay. I feel like you're gonna be okay with them. Sometimes people are like, damn, dime, like for real. Cause I know you have, a, do you have a boyfriend? No, I just got out of a relationship. Oh, okay. This will be even funner. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna do fuck, Mary kill first. And then we're gonna do scenario based questions. Um, fuck, Mary kill. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, Lil Baby, Tyrese. Cry Reese. <laughs> Cry Reese. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> fuck. Tyrese. Fuck Tyrese. Okay. Mary Latif. Kill little baby. I, I love her. Okay. 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 I like those. I like those. Um, for me, I would do. <laughs> I was about to say kill first, but that's the last one. Because um, I just really want to say it. Really? I would fuck uh, Lakeith. I would. Damn. No, 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 no. You're right. No. That's right. <laughs> right. I would, oh, shit. I think I would fuck Lakeith. Mary. Damn, Tyrese. No, no, no. I would marry Tyrese. Fuck. No, shit. I don't want to do this with Tyrese. Tyrese get on my damn nerves. I know, right? I would, I would definitely kill little Baby. And I can't figure out what I would want to do with Lakeith. I think I would need to marry Lakeith and fuck Tyrese because I don't want to have him around all the damn time. That was, that's what so, I was thinking. Fucking get it over with. He's still Yeah, because he be crying too much. Okay, next one. <laughs> Future, Steph Curry, and Morris Chestnut. Woo! Baby. Sis, why you do that? Because <laughs> I be doing these when I'm intoxicated. It makes it funnier. <laughs> well, let me drink. Okay. My hair is getting in my way. So y'all excuse me for doing my hair on camera. What? Multi-faceted. <laughs> That's what we do. Um, Period. So, okay. So who is the three? Sorry. Future, Steph Curry with the shot boy, and Morris Chestnut. <laughs> I'm marrying Steph Curry. And that's just period. Are you really? Yeah, I'm marrying Steph Curry. I'm definitely fucking future because I need that bag. 
Okay, that makes sense. Okay, and I, I'm killing Morris Chestnut. And the thing about Morris Chestnut and like the Vivica Foxes, it's just the corny movies for me. It's just yeah. like Too corny. the BET corny black movies that they be doing. And it's just like the the stupid wigs they be putting on homegirl. What? I do that. Okay. I would have to... I'm going to fuck future. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like him. Like I, I literally do not like him. Like I don't think the shit he does is funny. People be like, Kiki, I like I, that shit stupid. <laughs> I tell people I said I honestly think future does this thing to women to come up with an album. Yes. I'm like, I it's not fucking funny. Come up with music. I think that's his creative flow. Yeah, it's really lame. And I'm just like, okay, this is not funny. So I would have to fuck him just because. Morris Chestnut, I know my Alexa's is not about to start talking. Sorry, Morris Chestnut, I gotta marry him, and I'm gonna kill Steph Curry because he's boring as shit. Boring, boring. Um, okay, <laughs> they just boring. Like they kids are the ones that are cute, but they're both boring. Aisha and Steph are just dry as hell. You right? Hmm. Go get in the sun and tan. But okay, um, the last one is the baby. Chris Brown and Trey Songs. Wow. They all fine, so this one's hard. No, this one is definitely hard. Um Mary. You said the baby Chris, Chris Brown, Brown and Trey Songs. Ooh. It's hard. I think I'm marrying Chris Brown. Okay. I think I'm marrying Chris Brown. I'm fucking the baby and I'm saying Trace. Okay, so pretty much anybody that knows me personally is gonna be so shocked by what I say. Okay. But um I'm going to fuck the baby. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, I'm going to marry the baby. Yes. I'm going to fuck Chris Brown and I'm gonna kill Trey Songs. The reason why I said people are gonna be shocked. I've been obsessed with Trey Song since 2005. And I mean obsession to the point where everybody sends me shit about him because I just know that's me. But he's just as corny as fuck to me now. And he's been in the media for like some weird sexual abuse claims. And yeah. it's too many for me to ignore. Yep. So I haven't chosen to like shy away from his music like I do with other people that I get accused of sexual assault and stuff like that. But it's enough claims for me to be like, eh, I don't really feel right obsessing over you anymore. So. I, I feel you on that, and that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's yeah, where I'm at. I go. love me some Trey, some old Trey, okay? Girl, mixtape Trey, I was playing that last night. Anticipation okay. one, period. So he has to go. All right, we have two scenario questions, and then we'll hop okay. into the show. Um, what's your dream vacation? Dream vacation. <clears throat> well, see... Dream vacation involves, it needs to involve definitely like a penthouse suite. Like, I like the beach the vibes. and everything, but it's definitely the vibes. It's definitely the vibes. what we're doing inside of the room. The yeah. vibes for me, sis. Yeah. It's the vibes. Like, putting, like, you have my outfit ready. Mm-hmm. You know, where's dinner? Did you bring the chef here? Are we going somewhere? You know, I like Period. for things to be planned out for me because. I'm a very 
direct alpha woman and yeah in charge of everything that I do same sometimes I just want to you want to just have some shit prepared for you you don't have to do no work but show up show up cute exactly I'm not thinking about nothing you know I love it dress to go to the living room that's fine with me but I definitely need to get fucked on the balcony like that's champagne just... in hand okay baby prosecco you feel me balcony i need a clawfoot tub by the by the window you know here we like, at. that's that. All of that and maybe it's because my mind is so in quarantine now but yeah honestly, i think that's always been my fantasy like Yes, doing fun stuff, you know, but there's always going to mm-hmm. be jetting. There's always going to be four wheeling. There's always going to be zip lining. But it's like, what are you putting into the intimate moments? It's the, intimate. the intimate moments is what matters. I love, like, I live for moments. I'm a moments person. Like, I just love moments. I love experiencing people, you know? So, like, I just love a vibe. We're on the same page. So, my dream vacation would be it's somewhere probably in the Caribbean. I love the fucking Caribbean. Like I enjoyed there. There's fine men there. Um, good food. But yeah, I just feel like it'll be really romantic. You know, dinner on the sand, you know, nice yeah. lighting, you know, pretty glasses. We're dressed up. You bought me something to wear, you know, like just very cute settings that you see on the goddamn TV shows and the movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was watching... Um, Ready to Love. I don't know if you watched that show, Ready to Love on OWN. It's like a black dating show and they're based in Houston. So it's like really good. Mm-hmm. And they do plan the date and they was on the water laying down. The sun was setting. I said, that is what I need, baby. But it's maybe one day. moment for me because I'm not one to bring out my camera like, me and they, we here. I mean, I'm not do it, but I probably won't that. post it. That, that's me. Like, it's <laughs> a memory for me. So it's The memory like, for me, sis. Yeah, you're not gonna see much, but now that we have these close friends, my close friends get it. Okay, I've been trying to like spice it up for my close friends, but I'm just wild all the damn time, so it's hard to separate the two. <laughs> like, it don't get used that much, but it'd be certain stuff I'd be like, uh, y'all can't see. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, okay. especially because like I'm a business person, so some of my customers do follow me and be like, uh, uh-uh, y'all can't see. This. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like what your brand is, people shouldn't be too shocked. Like you can kind of show some deep stuff but you gotta do you gotta keep it cute um okay last question if you were offered one free plastic surgery by a top surgeon so this is quality surgeon not no bot shit what would you get i'm getting that bbl okay i'm just a bbl me period (laughs) bbl me please i'm bbl (laughs) like i need bbl and i feel like every time you go in they always try to sell you on something else like do you want lipo do you want a breast lift and it'd be like yep I might need that too, but it's definitely a BBL. I wasn't blessed with much back there, so. Girl, look, there's somebody that's been craving it, so that's all that matter, okay? Somebody been yeah. fiending for that ass, okay? <laughs> no, they always, that's what makes me be like, should I, should I not? But I'll be like, let me do these squats. Let's see how far these squats get me. Yeah, and, I mean, you squats know. will get you going. It'll get you more shapely, period. Definitely. Um. For me, <laughs> it's really funny. My my right foot, my second to last toe is like shorter than the last one. So I would get surgery to even them out. <laughs> really? <laughs> now that's I know that's random. That. <laughs> I 
know that's random as hell, but I was like, I've been, I had literally looked it up, like Candace defense. And then I seen a TV show and the girl's foot looked just like mine. Uh-huh. And it's really weird because my niece, my sister, one of my sisters on my mom's side, her oldest daughter, me and her foot look exactly the same. So she sent me a video. She's like, Titi, somebody has the same foot as us and there's a <laughs> surgery for it. I was like, girl, when I get rich, I'm going to get us both the surgery. So just hold on, Poop. Hold on. We, we getting our feet even, girl. These toes going to be. These toes going to be diagonal. Look here, okay. okay. <laughs> diagonal. Um, okay. So we're going to hop into the show. Our first segment is getting to the money. Everybody mad. So getting to the money. Our special guest here, Miss Morgan, owns Pretty P. And you have to tell me how to say this word because I never say the shit right. I'd be like, I pocket the three, the pocket three. You know what? <laughs> Y'all get on my nerves. Okay? Like, what is it? And I'll be dying. Apothecary. It's that easy? Apothecary. I know you fucking lying. I thought it was way more complicated. Okay, no. sis. Apothecary. Okay. And it's because I was like, what am I going to make this? Because, you know, when it comes to branding, and I always mm-hmm. tell people this, you know, you have to think bigger than what it is right now at the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was more of this might grow into something more than just what I'm doing right now. So it was mm-hmm. like, what is another name? And I was like, oh, Apothecary. But it's not, you know, I didn't want to sound like a pharmaceutical company either. Yeah. You know, it's so, the, yeah. I can see why you want to make sure that's clear. Yeah, so it was more like I was on my, um, well, I mean, I guess I still am, but mm-hmm. on my holistic journey. And that's where I always found myself was at Apothecary shops, herbal shops, so really okay so that's how it started it just was something you were already into okay so tell the people about it we want to know we want to know okay okay so (laughs) y'all what had happened was (laughs) (laughs) i well first off i've always been overweight obese whatever um but i don't go by white people beauty standards or right so that's why you see me uh yeah quotes and mm-hmm. those standards i guess that's what i am yeah, but i mean it ain't never stopped nothing okay period <laughs> <laughs> these roles ain't stopped nothing period so um what had happened was in high school when i was a junior my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer okay. and when you live with somebody with cancer or sickness and stuff like that their diet changes, which means your diet changes. I know all about it. You yeah. know, that's mm-hmm. the person that buys your stuff and also that helps them. So, yeah. you know, it's just like trying to lose weight and your boyfriend keep on wanting McDonald's and you like, I'm like, damn, make, can we go to know, Panera Bread? Somewhere, <laughs> like, you want to get hot wings and you like, damn, oh, I need a, they got no salad here. <laughs> okay, and then I'm still going to want a hot wing. You know, Period. like, <laughs> So it was, it was that, and my mom, she's very stubborn when it comes to being healthy. Like, she doesn't like smoothies because she doesn't like the texture. She doesn't, yeah. like mm-hmm. she doesn't like the smell. So it was like, while trying to help her through her journey and being healthy and cutting things out of her diet, I was learning mm-hmm. stuff on my own. I ended up going to Jackson State University. I was Ooh. at biology major so throughout biology I really liked uh psychology too but mm-hmm. I couldn't major a minor in psychology because that was just too much reading yeah 
as for the basic classes, I like to know how people are thinking, why people do what they do, mm-hmm. how the environment affects you. And it kind of all just came together where mm-hmm. I wanted to be a doctor. I actually wanted to be an anesthesia nurse. And once, you know, when you go do your internships and stuff, you see the environment of a hospital and I don't think that doctors and nurses really notice that they're salespeople for pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, they are. You know, and mm-hmm. although there are alternative doctors that do practice holistic health and stuff like that, they're still salespeople as well. And right. I just saw my future being like, if I take this step, I'm gonna end up getting fired because <laughs> I can't <laughs> sit here and lie to people right you know that's going you have to integrity you exactly it was about integrity and some people think i'm crazy because they're like you're not gonna go get that bag and blah, blah, blah. and i'm just like there's another way there has to be another way so for a long mm-hmm. time i was really lost i didn't know what i was gonna do you know you leave school thinking that you're gonna do this one i wasn't getting into nursing school like retook classes all that stuff so it was kind of like god was like you don't need to spend this uh-huh. money because it's not what you're doing you know, so it was just like every no was just kind of directing me towards what more I needed to do. So taking care of myself, I went on a health journey of myself, lost like 60 pounds. And throughout that journey, I, you know, I didn't know at the time, but it was just like I was going through a spiritual journey and everything. And once I got to a certain point, I I. I'm from Portland, Oregon. And like I've told you before, like mm-hmm. people don't think that those places and on the West Coast that we deal with racism and the type of things that we deal with, because we always yeah, hear we about do. it in the South or, you know, on the East Coast, but people don't understand, like it lives everywhere. So we've dealt with a lot of things. I've been at jobs where people don't come to me because they don't like how I look. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just knew that there was another way and it was kind of like throughout life I had my own issues feminine health wise and I would be very insecure but I'm one of those people like I need somebody to talk to this talk to somebody about this like there's something going on so it just felt like everything came together with my knowledge in like science and biology and stuff but also my own personal issues it kind of all came together um when I moved to LA and LA fucked up my pH balance. <laughs> LA is crusty, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> my I did not like LA. Age, so. <laughs> um, I was living uh, with my boyfriend and his family and living with five different people with on five different schedules that do five different regimens. Mm-hmm. It fucks you up. You, you, that's when I really know it's like environments really mess with you. Right. So then, you know, I had healthcare in Oregon, but I didn't have healthcare in California. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like, I don't have time to get a UTI. I don't have time to go to the doctor and rack up bills. I don't have time for that. Like I'm here, right. I'm here without a job. Like I moved to LA Within 24 hours of making the decision, $200 in my pocket, I was gone. So I didn't have the time or the money to be going to the doctor. 
So that's when I started looking up holistic things because before it was kind of like, oh, tea, fruit, water. <laughs> but then it was like, you know, working out too. But then it was like, okay, like I can do Yanni steaming. I can make my own wash. Like everything. And in LA, they have so many herbal shops and stuff like that. So that stuff was like right at my fingertips. Okay. And once I figured it out, I was like, oh, I got to tell people about this. <laughs> like, for real. You got to get the free game, honey. No, for real. Like, I was like, oh, I got to tell people about this. But then once I started diving into it, it's like, one, it's a whole nother world on Instagram or on social media. Like, yeah, you know, I didn't even know that there were just so many different groups of people on social media. Like, you know, bloggers and you know, skincare people and just there's so many different groups and communities on there where it was like, wow, I feel like I'm actually intentionally in a community now. Yeah. You know, where it's like I'm learning, but also I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. And that was also something I felt like I always wanted to do. I've always said I wanted to be like a professor or something, but it was like, yeah, I like going to school the rest of the It life. sounds like you're like an educator by nature. Like it's just something you have in you. Yeah, I yeah. I just feel like, you know, a lot of times people don't want to always share certain knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, or also they're scared to share their experience where I even had started, like me and my friends had started a podcast a long time ago, and it was where we were just sharing our experiences, stuff that was embarrassing to us. Yeah, and it's just but good it to get that shit like, out. We would talk to each other like, me too, me too. Mm-hmm. And it was just like well, why aren't we having this conversation? Maybe people would be more open, like, you know, and I also went to a black college. So, you know, I noticed there, like being from the West Coast and going down South, people are more reserved and, you know, yes, off and, yes, you know, very you reserved. an image. Mm-hmm. And I had kind of got into that and that just wasn't me where people were just like, where yeah. is Morgan? Like, where is this person that's always sharing? Like, what's the tea? Like, I always got a story, okay? So always I kind of reserved and stuff like that where it was like, no, I feel better telling my story. You know, I started my blog. My my website started as a blog. Okay, I didn't know that. And yeah, it started as a blog and I was working at a hospital at the time in California and I was working in the OBGYN department in the gynecology mm-hmm. department. I'm seeing the same women every week. For the same issues. For the same issue. Week. Same and I thing. I there to give out my card. Like, I didn't see. Girl, uh-uh. Let me you know? that card out. I got the remedy. But it was like, <laughs> then it was like, I even had nurses coming to me. Okay. So you, you know? was that girl. So it was like, okay. And this is why the reason I couldn't do healthcare, because it was like, I can't sit here and lie to these people. I can't prescribe these people things. I can't keep on seeing the same people for the same problems. I would right. step away, you know? So being there, it was kind of like, it taught me a lot more mm-hmm. because I also worked in the lab. So I'm learning, you know, certain things about certain diseases. You're seeing people come in, you know, it makes you very intrigued. Right. right? It makes you very intrigued of how the health system works. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot. And girl, I was trying to get out of there so fast. I'm coming up with my business plan. 
I know that's right. Working, it, working while you working. Okay. I'm sitting there looking at other people like, what are you doing? At that time, I'm doing cleanses and stuff, you know, all that type yeah. of stuff where people got interested. And then also out there, I mean, there's so many opportunities, you know, it's always sunny. So there's always a vendor opportunity or somewhere mm -hmm. to be a pop up. And a lot of people the black community is very heavy in the holistic community. Yeah, I have no. noticed that. But I just no. feel like because we're like more spiritual beings as black people, people of African descent, we're just spiritual beings. That's a historical fact. Yeah, yeah. That's a historical fact. We we never ate meat. Right. We started to eat meat when they brought us here. When they brought us here. We didn't eat meat. Yeah, that's you know just true. It is. Yeah. So it was kind of like once I started educating myself, it was kind of like, I got to share this information and that's just how it came about first it started off as pretty jewels that's why my website is pretty jewels box because it's loaded with jewels about life i'm telling okay. my story if you go look at my blog i still got stories about my ex on there and stuff because those stories can still relate still to resonate somebody with else yeah They're, you know a lot of times when you put memes on instagram people are like who are you talking about it's not that I'm talking about me. It's still it's relatable. Just, I feel yeah, it's relatable. It. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm passing on the information. So right. I'm not the type of person to lease stuff. I'm not with him no more. No, this is a lesson. I don't do that learned. either. It's memories to me. And like yeah, you said. Yeah, it's memories. It's a lesson learned. And somebody else could use these gems. So mm -hmm. I have, you know, DIY mask recipes on there. So you can go in there and, you know, get your glow on. I have stories about myself or just life or even about some of my friends that inspire me on there. And then of course I have products. So right. It's just so, pretty much a jewelry box. Your products, <laughs> your products. I want to know like how much time did it take you to like come up with the, and let me know if this is the wrong term to use, but like with the recipe mm -hmm. for these products since you, cause it seems like you just are, you know, a sponge. You just like to soak up information and it was really interesting to you. So I just want to know what that process was like as far as coming up with your products. You know, I found a really good herb shop while living in California and on her jars, she had what every herb did. Mm -hmm. the, the benefits of every herb. So a lot of times I would just go in there and learn. I would just go in there, you know, I would get herbs for myself, you mm -hmm. know, and like I said, I was on tea. So I wasn't thinking about the yanni steaming at the time and then once i got to yanni steaming it was kind of like oh this helps with lubrication oh this helps with this oh this helps with urinary tract infections you know so it yeah. was just like going through a library basically yeah learning i will spend hours in there so um once i learned about yanni steaming because i ended up getting a uti and i'm like how am i about to get rid of this mm -hmm. uh, you know cranberry juice it works but sometimes it only works for a little bit but it was kind of like yeast infections this and that and I had to find something. I just had to find something else. Um, and then also I'm like, oh, okay, wait, hold on. You can crush up herbs and put them into the capsules. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I, my mind just started going. The creative juices so, was flowing, honey. Exactly. So I was yes. just selling like little mini packs for like $5 of the Yanni steams. Mm -hmm. And girls were like catching on. This was the first time that my period had, my period used to last seven days. and used to be heavy as hell. Once I started yawning semen, bro, my period comes and be gone in two, three days. Okay, question for you, because it just made me think of that. Back in 2000, I want to say 2012, 
that's how long ago this was. I had mm-hmm. took a um, a plan B for the yeah. first time. Mm-hmm. Before plan B, child, my parents be three days, light, no cramps, lovely, lovely. I took that plan B, and ever since then, my period, like, my cramps are, like, it feels like my uterus probably falls out every time and I like lost it somewhere as I'm walking down the street because that's how painful like my uterus pains are and it's long like it's like six days now um it's not it's heavy like the first day which I feel like is kind of common but it's just long as shit and I'm just like I don't want it to be this long anymore but I have a pretty clean diet so the cramps aren't as bad past the first day it's not as heavy but still it's just so goddamn long and the pains just like come and go they come and go so, do you think Yoni Semen would be something that helps me out with that? Yeah, because honestly, I think that was my issue too. I didn't take a few cramps. I did that that one time. I said, y'all, it, it ruined my life forever. This is a sign from God. Cause... Yeah, I don't think I noticed it at the time. I'm just thinking because the whole time as growing up, I was always told, oh, like, oh, that's just part of being a girl. That's part yeah, girl. no. So, you know, Mm-mm. you don't question it. Whereas now you got me thinking like, yeah, that's how my issues too. Um, I think Yanni Steven would definitely help that issue. Um, and I say that because plan B has hormones in it. That's, that's how they yeah. get it out of you. And your hormone is probably, your hormones are probably imbalanced. Um, you probably got too much estrogen. And that's what causes us to bleed. So mm-hmm. you can balance out your estrogen with your testosterone. Um, okay. Yanni Steven will help. I would just do either the, if you did mine, it would be like a TLC blend or the original blend because the, uh, the Aphrodite's blend it has too much estrogen. I would need to do that to you. So, but, uh, for bad. a newbie, a newbie, somebody that doesn't know anything about, I already forgot how to say it, apothecary. Uh-huh. Did I say it right? Yeah. <laughs> apothecary. If somebody doesn't know anything about apothecary, how would you like explain that in plain language is my question number one like a really short and quick way for somebody to understand and then two somebody that's approaching your website for the first time what would be like three products you recommend on your site for them to start with okay so i define apothecary as a herbal pharmacy okay Um, you know you don't got to go through the uh the fda and all that you know Mm -hmm. it's it's not over the, you know, over the counter. You don't have to consult with nobody. Right. Apothecary. You come there for all your holistic needs, you know, all those yeah. alternatives to mm-hmm. your regular Advil's medicine, stuff like that. You know, apothecaries can have tinctures, you know, they'll carry bath salts and stuff. They'll carry mm-hmm. crystals, you know, the Florida waters, the herbs. The apothecaries can carry everything. So just think of a pharmacy, but all that stuff replaced right. out with herbs and tinctures and stuff like that okay but three products that i was so i've bundled my products so i definitely have an essentials pack which is packed with the products that i feel like are essential okay and those are the yanni steam blend the mm-hmm. venus Stap, uh wash which is a body wash and intimate wash it comes mm-hmm. with uh boric acid suppositories they're called venus fertilize her I love and, those. Um, <laughs> and also they come with the refresh wipes because, I mean, who doesn't need a good wipe throughout the day? And um, I heard somebody saying, like, you had some of the best ones. I was like, I've been too late, okay? Because... Oh, wipes? <laughs> Damn. I'm like, I gotta get some of these wipes, honey, because I love a fresh coochie. 
period. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they don't give you that sticky after feeling. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that, girl. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's definitely a, a sensation with some tea tree oil that'll give you that little cooling sensation. Yeah. But I do find that a lot of people, you know, I know that the honey pot ones have like peppermint in it, and a lot of women are sensitive down there. And peppermint are one of those herbs you have to be careful with. Okay. Because that's that what I use now is those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people are just a little bit too sensitive down there. Yeah, and I'm not, but um, I can do the peppermint stuff. But I even use the Dr. Bronner's like peppermint wash. I can't do it. It's too. Obvious. Yeah, that it's sounds intense. a little intense. No, it's very intense. Uh, yeah, you better have every heater on in your house. You can step out the shower because you're gonna be cold. Okay, but um, it's just a 99% water uh wipe that um that is just really gentle. You know, you can even use it on your baby. But, um, you know, you oh, wow. it just what I love about all natural products is they can be used everywhere. I have somebody that used the Venus step as a shampoo. Really? And she's like, I need a bottle, sis. Like, I use it as shampoo. And I mean, the, yeah, because it's all natural. Oil. So, yeah. So it's like yeah. the essentials pack is with stuff that I feel like are for everyday use or even in emergencies, like the mm-hmm. boric acid deposit. You know, something you carry with you every day. You gonna always have pretty pee, whether it's in the shower, in your medicine pretty cabinet, or in your purse. Okay. Period. We, we sit everywhere, so you know the gym stuff like that. Because I know I used to go to the gym before work, so mm-hmm. the process of getting clean at the gym, I, I didn't like that either. You know, that was a rough time in my life. Ugh. It's a rough time. So yeah. it was kind of like I thought about all of these instances in which I needed these products, and that's how it kind of grew. And I don't know if we're going to get into the things that you shouldn't do in business, but it's definitely don't grow too fast. Okay. So, yeah, my next question was, as a entrepreneur, somebody that was once in, you know, corporate America, um, like, what were some of your woes, and, like, what did you do to sustain through that? Because a lot of people give up, and listening to you, your story reminds me a lot of uh, Beatrice from Honeypot. Like, she, you know, remember, she, I don't know if you heard her story, but she talks about how she had, like, a dream, and her ancestors told her, like, what herbs to use, and then, boom, she took off. It started small, took off, and now she's huge. And I feel like you can be that, too, because you actually do, like, you started off with this with a love for like biology and then it transferred into a love for apothecary and then now you're entrepreneur like you're stepping stones like you're growing so i can see you being just as big as honeypot so yeah how do you handle your entrepreneurship woes and you know all that stuff yeah well it started out with i actually owned a food cart in oregon a food cart yeah i own i'm still part of it it's still there Portland, Oregon. It's called Fish Fusion. Sis uh, is multifaceted, y'all. See? Come on. Come on. back from college, honestly, I tell people all the time, college was a networking experience for me. Mm-hmm. As for the class aspect, I'm going to be real with y'all. I did not take it seriously. I went in there with a 4.0. I ain't going to tell you what I left out there with. <laughs> it ain't our business. But it was like, I used it to network. A lot of times when people thought, you know, I probably wasn't in class, I was just smoking weed. 
a lot of times mm-hmm. this is what I was doing. I had a roommate. She was a hustler, a mm-hmm. hustler. When I tell you every, first of all, she, she got pregnant first year of school. But after that, she was a hustler. When I tell you our apartment, she did candied apples. She did nachos. Like, I know that's right. With a baby. A and I'm sitting sis. there like, Get that and I'm sitting sis. here with nothing. You know, I'm just going to class. I'm just, and from there, just being around somebody like that, it was like, oh, shoot. You know, she's yeah. actually started hair products, and I do, you know, feminine products, and we help each other. You know, she has questions for me, and I'm like, how are you asking me that? You've been in business longer than me. But it started out with the food part, and when I tell you, winters was long, like $40 a day <laughs> long, like. We opened eight hours and we made $40. Like, you, you know, we there in the snow. Like, no one, no one, you know, no one, no one's coming out there. You know, it's snowing outside, but we're still there. So I went from there, but that was a family business. And I just felt like, you know, you get sucked into that mm-hmm. because, you know, I didn't want to stay in Portland. I knew that. So it was just kind of like, Somehow I have to do something else. My parents fight it with me. They argue with me. Why are you moving to LA? And I told yeah. them, like, I have to find something for myself. Moved to LA. Job was cool at first. But then, like I said, politics and the healthcare systems are crazy. Get on. So being in that, like I said, I was trying to get out of there. And, like, I guess throughout through the woes, was it, was, getting people to understand how this works and getting out of the mindset of the doctor, the doctor, the doctor. It was that. So I actually found that a lot of older women caught on to my products before younger women, even my age, caught on to products because at this point, they're 50-something. They've tried everything. Right. They know what works and what don't work. And at this point, they've given up or they're willing to try something else. Yeah, or they, you know, with knowledge, they realize the healthcare system is bullshit. And you know, a lot age. of people in this industry are older than me. I get on a lot of podcasts with women who are way older than me, got kids running around, and I'm sitting over here like, I'm just 28. Girl, you <laughs> I got time. You got time to grow. Life like that, you know? Yeah. And I even tell people, like, my disadvantage is I haven't had children yet. So I don't really feel like I can speak on that aspect. And I know that that is a really big part of feminine health because your body totally changes after you have a child. I don't think that means you can't speak on it. I think you just would have to do a lot of educating. Yeah, I do yeah but you're good at that. It seems like you're good at researching because you actually retain the information because it's interesting to you. And so if I you wanted to take learned. it there, you could. Yeah, and like as a child, I didn't. Act, I wasn't the one to ask questions. Like if I didn't know something in school, I wasn't the one to ask questions. Yeah. Whereas this made me be like, I have to ask questions. You know, mm-hmm. and that's why I said it became where I started being part of the holistic community or feminine health community. But then I started noticing men don't know a lot about hygiene either. You know, they like to blame us for a lot of stuff that and it be them it really be they fault it be y'all fault it be y'all no, for real no, they love to talk me. about women and you know women and how they smell and all this and it be like well, you the one that, you the reason why her ph balance is knocked off it's you sir what's going on they in your insides what ph is people don't they don't understand that your body got a whole ph it's not just down there it became where it was like i said i can't 
not tell this information. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the hardest part about it was trying to explain to people how this works. You know, it's hard trying to change people's mindset. And also, you have to learn how to speak in simple terms, you know. Right, yeah. How doctors learn to speak in simple terms. Right. Big words with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how my health my experience working at the hospital in healthcare helped me explaining right. what I do because that's just that's how you yeah. have to do it. simple terms so it was just learning how to explain to people what I do how this works you know mm-hmm. or even trying it just that trying to like earn that trust that. from people like I want you to trust these products opposed to what white America is telling you is right <laughs> you know what they're pushing yeah. out summer's yeah. eve you know I'm, yeah. a, I'm shady i can't help it yeah, no, I, um, <laughs> so that's shade. I just had to start telling my own experience like yeah you know as a kid i suffered with utis i would get utis probably every other week because i didn't know how to wipe myself like my mom yeah. could tell me all day i didn't know how you know uh yeast infections oh you just get them i know i need to understand why i get these you know, so it was yeah. more of telling my story and I had to just come out my out my box because I wasn't used to that. I like I said, I came out of college being still conservative because I'm going to say I can't college. imagine you in any box. So I just don't believe you. Sorry. And no, <laughs> yes, you're just so, full of life. I like, feel better now. <laughs> I feel better now, but it was definitely a process. And I think even now maybe one of the hardest parts is i don't know honestly this journey has been really fun like that's great i love to hear it really fun like i mean i quit my job and i decided in i decided in 2019 i told all my co-workers i said january 2021 i mean january 2020 i'm a full-time entrepreneur and I love that. that. I can't wait to take that leap. You know, I cannot yeah, wait. Yeah, it just got to the point where it was kind of like, no, I didn't have the savings in my account that everybody say you should have when you quit your job and go to. I didn't have that, and I, mm. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but <laughs> it was kind of like one of those things where I was getting busy. Yeah, and work was in the way. The time of work was in the way. Mm-hmm. Also, the time of commuting from work and home was in the way i would be up to three o'clock in the morning having to work wake up and go to work at seven o'clock in the morning so it wasn't about the savings it was about the time i didn't feel like my business would grow because i didn't have time for it it was only growing as much as i had time for it Mm -hmm. as soon as i moved i moved back home uh not intentionally i was supposed to move directly telling about move back home you know i was gonna be like oh i'm gonna gather some stuff i'm you know i still had a room at my mom's house so i'm like you know clean it up you know but then yeah. the pandemic happened so mm-hmm. i ended up being there for like a whole seven months and just throughout that time i felt like i got to connect with my own community again you know right. i had been so stuck in everybody else's community from going to college i came back to portland for a little bit but then, you know, you miss your college friends, you miss your college life. So you're not really trying to interact with nobody else, yeah. you know, and then moving to L.A. and, you know, being part of that community. But it was like I came back to my own community and it was just like, OK, I was able to grow. I was able to build 
And, you know, I was able to bring myself together, but I would say that one of the challenges was I felt like I grew too fast. Like I was doing too much, you know. That's um, a thing. I, yeah. I haven't heard anybody say that before. So Yeah, no, I, I grew too fast. I grew where it was like I had too many products and once I quit my job I had to I didn't think you need I don't to scale have it this back. income no more. Yeah, you need to you scale know? it back. Mm-hmm. But also it was kind of like that, well if I don't do it, I won't make it. So it was kind of like I got all that these pressure. products. Now that I got pressure to figure out how to sell them. That pressure is heavy. Like ugh. It was like, like I gotta do it right moment. now. Yeah. It was that uncomfortable moment that people talk about and it was like, okay, damn, I done dug myself into a hole now. Like, you mm-hmm. know, now I gotta make up this income. So the good thing in that, the food cart was still there. I was still able to work at the food nice. cart, make that income yeah. to be able to supply my business to even where it got to the point where the food part was just extra money at that point. It was like, okay. Come on, sis. We love to see it. We love to see it. Hey. Yeah. And it's like, as I'm just one of those people, I I listen to all the business people, the Gary V's, the BB Judy's, the Super Mm -hmm. Sims, you know, the prima donnas. I listen to all that. And, you know, I learned, you know, okay, these are the things that I have. Don't come out with nothing else until you're making this much. Right. You know, to be able to supply this. And then I started doing Yanni Steam parties. And it just That's so everything, cute. Yeah, everything just kind of grew and came together. So the apothecary thing was just starting to come together where it was like I came up with a name mm-hmm. and I'm starting to see it actually grow into an actual like online apothecary shop where soon I hope, you know, you can come there for your essential oils or tinctures or even, you know, just individual herbs, you know, stuff like that. So I love it, sis. This just makes me so happy. (laughs) Um, I'm very proud of you and I, I just love your spirit. It's just great. And just hearing more about how you started and the fact that you literally, we're sitting like in a hospital and you just realize how much bullshit that is. And you turn that into, you like monetize something that was kind of like a hobby in a way, like you kind of monetized your hobby, which is amazing. I love to see people do that. That's all I want for myself. 2021. That's all I want for most women is to monetize their hobbies and their side hustles and their personalities. Like if you have a personality that shines, like what are you holding back for? Like you could be getting money from this. No, that's what used to happen. Like, um, as a, (laughs) It sounds bad. As a kid, I was very into <laughs> sex. Like I would. What do you mean, my kid? A kid. Like well, I used to watch Sue. Yeah, I used to watch Sue okay. Johansson at night. Because, I feel like that's when everybody kind of gets like into like wanting to see sex. It's twelve. Yes. Yeah. Sue, Sue Johansson, because she talked about this type of stuff. She talked about arousal when people would call in, and be like, "Sue, this is what's going on." And I used to be at night. TV on low, like okay, you know, I was like masturbation and stuff like that. Like that stuff didn't didn't excite me. Like okay, wait, you're, oh, this I'm is going a good. No, okay. this this is actually perfect. This is a good segue because I wanted to talk about for the tea time segment. I want to talk about sexual wellness. So we segueing right into sexual wellness. So go ahead, sis. So we in tea time now. It's tea time. We're going to get a little bit more sexual. 
Yeah, y'all. I've always been pretty much a sexual being. Um, since I was no, I used to be on the phone with my friends in like elementary school or something. I'd be like, something about sex, and they'd be like, ew, and I'd be like, we're gonna have it one day. Like, calm down, sis. Like, how do you think you got here? I was that kid. Like, you know, once I got my period, I knew a lot of girls that cried. I was like. Dang, my period came. Like as of I didn't phase you. It was like I know this is this is what happens. Because I had always been into healthcare. At that point, I was like, I'm gonna be a doctor. I'm gonna do mm-hmm. this. I'm gonna do that. So it was kind of like everything that day, you know, extracurricular activities that my mom put me in would have to do with like science and health. And I volunteered at hospitals and stuff like that. So that's how it's kind of weird because it's kind of it's like, not though it's really not yeah, weird like it transformed me this is what made me and sometimes you know you get that uh imposter syndrome where you start yourself and sometimes that happens because it's like i don't have a degree in healthcare, so don't people matter. are looking at me like what but it's like yeah. no for real y'all like seriously <laughs> like you don't have to have a degree up. But I have a lot of friends that even have to remind me, like, girl, no, we used to be in middle school and you be talking about this. Like, <laughs> girl, remember in middle I'm school? Like, For real? You was telling us how to bust a nut in middle school. <laughs> you feel me? Like, they were like, no, even like on the on a health like level, and I'm like, really? Was I? And they're like, yeah, Morgan, you're very into like health things and why the body did this and did that. So I'm like, oh, I guess I was. Huh? It's great how it's just unfolding. Like, okay, so I'm into like. I've started to really get into sexual wellness just because, like, I just love when women just accept the fact that they're a sexual being. Um, So right now, I can say one of the products I use for sexual wellness is um, from She Orgasms. And, woo, baby, them She Orgasms, woo, Chile, like. Sis, sexual wellness—that's another community on Instagram where it's like you guys tap. I love that community. It's so—it just makes me feel so like just comfortable in who I am. Like just like you were saying, like you're saying, I think that's like I'm kind of weird. I felt this way. Like that shit is normal, and so it's nice to connect with people that are like this shit's normal. Like it's okay to talk about these things. And I actually found some really sexual friends like girlfriends where you know i do still have friends that's like i can't talk to her about that because she i'm like yeah what but i have friends that are sexual and shoot girl i done made the only fans i ain't used it yet because it's just kind of like i still have res- like a reserve about certain things but then it's just kind of like i mean these herbs have even helped people boost their libido, their sexual arousal. You know, there's certain foods. Like, so, when it comes to your health, I, I like to parallel, like, your health and your sexual arousal go together. They go together. Um, what product would you do you have that you would recommend for? Because for, like, um, increase your libido, increase your lubrication, what products do you have that can help with that? Definitely the Yoni Steam Blends. Whether you drink it as a tea or use it as a blend, mm-hmm. uh, it will definitely boost your sexual arousal. Uh, also, ooh, <laughs> I've actually had somebody, the Venus Nectar Oil, uh, rubbing it down there for lubrication. Uh, okay. Helping with friction down there when, you know, G-spot type thing. Using it actually as a lube because mm-hmm. water-based lubes tend to dry out. So, um, you know, oil, lubes, coconut oil. I don't really like coconut oil, but um, this mixture of oils with the aloe 
you know, you end up having soft areas as well as, you know, it's That's lubricated. Right. Somebody has actually sent me a spot in their bed. Like, girl, what'd you put in this? I didn't have somebody say, would you put, these herbs got me horny. The, I had women get pregnant after one steam. Like, Do you guys hear this? If you guys are struggling <laughs> with your libido, like, you need to go follow Pretty P on Instagram right now. Like, and no, go to her website. I'm very much, and I, okay, I had, I didn't have a roommate, but I had a friend, have a friend. And I wasn't, like, a masturbation person, like. I ain't like I ain't do that. Like, are I'm you now? To... Yes. Okay. Like, Figured. Okay. <laughs> boy, boyfriend, man, or not, I'm mastering. That's me. <laughs> like, that's me. Her day. Like, even for a moment, my boyfriend was like, my ex boyfriend, he was like, you got a toy, and I was like, boy, do I? Like, I have, I have a lot. I have out of work. Like. When I get off work, these people get on my nerves. Like, you know? Like, what and else is going to help me get through this damn day? My homegirls <laughs> at work, we used to be like, girl, mm-hmm. lap yesterday you had to go home and... I'd be know? like, girl, I had to beat off today. You feel me? But I mean, I do all the time. Like, girl, all the yeah. time. I know people be like, wait, what? And I still have friends that be like, what? What, did you have a boyfriend? And, and it would be like, so... Like, you know, I had matter. a friend that had to tell me, like, girl, you have to please yourself. I even had to, I, you know, when we was kids, like, you know, sucking dick was like a taboo. Like, yeah, it was taboo for that? a long time. Yeah. I, had, I had a friend tell me, like, girl, have you noticed how wet you are when you're doing that? That's you gotta, you're friend, friend. That's for you. I need to be with y'all when I was little because I would have had people to relate to. <laughs> yeah, like it was like definitely because, I yeah. found a little community and it wasn't where it was like nasty fast girls. It was just like we're sexual. You're exploring beings. your body. You're realizing that your sexual beings like, you know, you're starting to realize what things cause certain things to happen. And definitely. young women don't talk about that. Young women, women don't even really talk about masturbating too much. Like I wasn't able to comfortably talk to a friend about masturbating until I'm 20. uh, I always forget my age. I'm 28 right now. And (laughs) that's so raggedy. I'm 28 right now. And I don't think I actually was able to have like open dialogue about masturbating with a friend until 2017. So three years ago, three, four years ago. And it's just really taboo. I don't understand why. It's just like, this is what we do as women. Like, it's okay to please yourself. We should be sharing tips with each other because I, I, I'm all for my friends. Just... Leave my house. My friend used to leave my house and be like, I'm going to masturbate. Me like, and my friends. When I was like in school, like even on the level of this is going to sound crazy, where it was like, you know, going to take a shit was like, oh, dang, TMI. Yeah. It's like, you have friends that be like, I'm going to take a shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whereas it's in natural. college, being down south, they don't give a fuck. Like, they, yeah. bitch, I gotta go. I gotta go. I need to go. Because it's this. natural. It's natural. Like, it's weird for. Like, this is what you have to do as a human. natural people. A lot of people don't think, but those are the most natural people. They have nothing but natural resources down there. Right. You know, down yeah. here. Yeah. But, you know, so it was kind of like I learned a lot and I was able to be open. I was able to be sexual without also being necessarily sexualized or looked at as a hoe. Right. You know, yeah. I tried to always change like people be like, oh you you must have a sex with a lot of people. And I was like, actually no I haven't. <laughs> like, and that's one thing I do not like. And because I was dating somebody recently and let me just say 
Mm-hmm. When you go from dating somebody that like is very sexual and like is into trying new things with you, and you guys can have like open dialogue, it's just a great thing. When it's just that's why I was digmatized for so damn long. Like I was digmatized for like three years because yeah. he me, and we connected, and it wasn't weird to him if I was like, you know, I want to try this, or are you, you know, do you want to try this? And it would like include him like you know using certain toys because it'll be a toys meant for men but you know yeah. increase female pleasure so when i went from that to the dude that i was recently dating it just was fucking weird like he yeah. thought everything was just weird like he thought me being in charge of my sexuality he'd be like so this must mean that you have sex with a bunch of people i was like nigga no i don't i literally i'm like i literally don't have sets in that much i really do beat off all the time because niggas is annoying but at this moment you're my nigga so yeah, I'm gonna do these yeah, things. I'm gonna with do you. all these things, <laughs> right? Yeah. But he just was weird about it. It just really was strange because he was older than me. He was 31. I'm 28, and it just was weird that a grown man just had, was thinking in that way. And when I would try to do stuff, like I put out a cock ring, which I think is very fucking basic. Like that's bro. Some... I had cock rings in high school. So. Like that's so fucking childish. And he was just like, I "Oh, I don't know. I should put this on because my skin's sensitive." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" It was just so bad, Morgan. And I don't like, like that. It I made me don't. so uncomfortable. I like I can't believe I'm taking steps back after I've made such positive strides with my sexuality. And that's where I'm at. I um like I said, I broke up with my boyfriend. <laughs> well, he broke up with me actually. Oh fuck <laughs> him. Oh raggy it was ass. Like I couldn't even <laughs> Okay. I mean, I don't care. I mean, he's not gonna listen to this, so maybe he will. No. Oh well. Um, we the breakup wasn't bad. It was like I need to grow. Like he, him. This is him talking. Oh, to grow. You know, I my business grew fast. Where when we first, when I first moved to California, it was kind of like where he was in his flow. He worked Mm -hmm. in the entertainment business, you know, clubs and stuff. But once quarantine and all that happened. He couldn't that do shit nothing slowed that. Down. Yeah. My shit didn't slow down. Your shit was jumping. That was jumping because it yeah. was black plus a Black Lives Matter and all that. Yeah. So it's like I was on the up and he became insecure. Man, they cannot handle that. They cannot. And I don't know why. Like And I'm just like, well, help me. Like I'm at the point where it was like, I needed help. So it was like, yeah. you can help. Like, you know, I'm I'm not one of those people like, help me, I'm not gonna pay you though, but you know, I was kind of like, if you help me, like, you know, I don't mind doing what I have to do. This is a partnership. We At this point, we've been in a relationship for six years. Like, you know, yeah. but oh it was kind of like, you know, it was like, okay, I'm living in LA. I can't live here no more. I'm literally working to live. No. Right. Then, you know, I got to Portland and, you know, everyone pretty much knows like that's I've always seen myself somewhere else. Atlanta mm-hmm. was not my first choice, but I felt like this is where I have to go. This is where yeah. I need to go. And me and him had built a relationship where it was like, we did everything. You know, it got to a point where it was kind of like, if this ends, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because like, who am I yeah. going to find this open? I had had an open boyfriend in high school, but he was literally like a hub. Like, you know, he was open because he was time. a hub. Yeah, you know, a lot of times that's how it be too. Is they open because yeah, they open. So I still like it. My mind to a lot of things, which mm. after that I feel like you be not searching, but it be like okay, how that, can I top this? Dick was whack, but the sex was whack. 
Right. You know, the experience was whack. Like, right. you know, I had one guy, if I lick and touch on him, oh, that tickles. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know, like, then I had one dude, he didn't do nothing, but I want you to be more crazy and exotic, but you're not giving me. You're not I'm even not nasty there. yourself. Right. I'm off of energy. Like, I need you to just get down there. Don't ask me if you can go down there. Yes, you can. Put it down. Put your head down there, please. Like, I don't want to ask because I've had. I hate like, it. You don't have to ask them for shit. And that's what makes it so hard when you go from somebody where you don't have to ask, they just do because the energy and the connections there. And you go to somebody that you literally have to like instruct with everything. Like if I'm in the mood to, you know, be an educator in the bedroom, cool. But if I have to coach you on, oh, I want you to, t- I mean, you should coach a new partner, but it shouldn't yeah. be so damn childish. Like, why I got to tell you that I need you to, like, get my coochie wet before we start fucking? Like, why do I need to tell you that we didn't have some foreplay? Like, why do I have to say these things? It's the foreplay for me. <laughs> like, that's the thing that's really going to get me why going. Some niggas be just trying to stick it in dry. Like, I'll just look at you and I'm supposed to be wet. Like, yeah, mm, I'm like. I'm wet now. Like, no, I need uh-uh. you to do something. Yeah, like, it's like, and especially if your dick ain't that big. So, it's like. And you, I, the boyfriend that I said <laughs> in high school, his shit was. Okay, honey. When I tell you, he not just spot every time, and he knew exactly what to do. At he least he knew what to do. Only... At least he knew what to do because one of my best sexual it's And that's why I don't give nobody no passes because I'd be like, no, I didn't have size. Don't style. yeah, exactly. I didn't have PG size, and no, y'all not about to um, make me think that oh, just because you got a big dick, you can fuck. No, I I don't know if I had a pinky size now, but I did have a little tallywhacker. But okay. he. <laughs> The experience was great. Like, it was one of the best sexual experiences I have ever had. And the dick was small. But it was great. It was really good. So that's why when niggas be like, oh, I got a big dick. It's like, but you can barely fucking. You ain't even nasty. So what the fuck are, am I supposed to be impressed by? Like- and that's the, the girl. This last man, he was like, oh, I, I never ate coochie before. And I was like. You're childish. You never, you're grown with three kids. You never ate coochie before. And then I found out that he was lying. He was just like, oh, I really just don't like doing it because my face, something, something. I was like, this shit is so childish. Like, and I don't know why I kept doing it. I was going through a lot. Like my dad had passed away in October and this person was just like around and I liked him, but I think I just was really vulnerable. Cause I was like, I can't believe I was settling for some shit like that. Like I don't deserve that. I deserve way more than a man that be saying, oh, I don't like to eat coochie because it's my face. Like, nigga, do you know how many faces I didn't set on because a nigga okay. told me I miss you? Girl. Like, what? <laughs> the thing is that, okay, I was in, like, a clubhouse chat, and I they were talking about, you know, women can't cheat because we have too many emotional ties, whereas men, not saying that, not that they were validating cheating with men, but kind of, but... Um, I've heard this case so many times. If we cheat, we don't got feelings. Okay, so what about the men who keep going back? Y'all ain't got feelings. And look, listen, listen. This is something that I have, I will die on this motherfucking hill. I will die on this hill. Men don't leave. Men do not leave. You have to make them leave. I will die on that hill. And every single time I get into an argument with a man, I was arguing with my brother about this. I was like, I die. I will die on this fucking hill proudly, okay, with my pinky in the air. 
I was like, you niggas just like to go back. You might have dumbass reasons why you go back, but niggas just don't leave. And he was just like, I've left before. I said, did you go back? He's like, well, I, I went back because I just wanted to prove to her that I could, you know, I could have her when I wanted her to. Y'all, I still went back, though. So you proved my point. Men always go back. back. They, when I tell you, <laughs> as, soon, as soon as I moved to Atlanta, my phone, bling, 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 bling. Of course. Bling, 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 bling. You started tingling. You feel me? So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I need to come slide through tonight. You know? Girl. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> girl. He told me at brunch that, oh, this girl ghosted me. Like, girl, we're talking about trips to Greece. Like, we're talking about all types of shit. So I'm like, okay, like, even though I don't like him that much, like, I can deal, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I can like, still get that. I, at this person, I'm like, I deserve, like, I deserve somebody who's going to buy and dine me. You feel me? You I'm do. not looking for a relationship, but I deserve, you know, just you to do. be, a, have a vibe, yeah. you know? And like I said, brunch, I feel like he bamboozled me, made me think he was cool. <laughs> I got to his crib that night. Not bro. bamboozled. He was shaking, nervous. <laughs> I was talking about him because it was like the first, very first date from that night I first fucked him. Um, I had told him like, boy, you made me a frozen bag pasta. You know, them little... Well, what's the Trader Joe's? Because you the Trader Joe's pasta be college, So I was like, you know, whatever. So I'm like, this time, you know, make it good. But everyone that knows me knows that I'm like a chef. I love to cook, you know? So you're a fool. And I feel like as a man or someone who likes me, we have mutual friends. There's no reason why you shouldn't have did your research girl mm-hmm. we went from frozen pasta to you know the can to ragu not the can not the ragu that person i like you know from scratch i will sit there and make a full course meal at three o'clock in the morning if i love you okay like we will have homemade Let me cater to you baby you this is your me? day period you know like fuck me good you, girl. you gonna get a meal at three o'clock in the morning i'll French take your ass to red lobster omelets, all that you mm-hmm. feel me that's how I am too, honey. He but they gonna have me doing a lot. Girl, through text, he actually like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make salmon, I'm gonna make this, I'm gonna make that. Girl, I got there with some ragu pasta that he just <laughs> and girl, I told him like, ooh, Barefoot got this bomb ass sangria, big ass bottle, nine dollars, you know, girl. Good price. As soon as you said barefoot, good price. Girl. What? He brought me Kolorowski. And what my thing is, ladies, I'm not picky. But I'm going to tell you one thing. I like a nigga to pay attention to detail. 
When I tell you a specific brand, Detail. when I tell you something, especially you know them ones that be like, I'm different than from all them other. Yeah, so, okay, well, show me. That'll make you different is if you listen to detail. If you listen you to me. It. Yes, you have to listen. I to said me. barefoot. You brought me Colorado, Moscato, and Sangria. That's juice. Cause he didn't care about what you wanted. It was about him. That's it what that tells me. He wanted at the end of the night. Yeah, it was about him you when he me? wanted. And it was like, yeah. and what you did with it at the end of the night was whack. Mm-mm. This you about me, me, baby. That's what you messed girl, up. You don't know why. Now I know why. Yeah, cause you're fucking lame. You're, you're lame. lame. You bamboozled me. You made me think. Not bamboozled. Like he was cool, cause I'm like, oh, he done bought products for me, girl. He gave me a massage with my massage oil candles. I was like, okay. Snaps why do niggas me. always have to blow it? It seemed like things was cool, and he just dropped the ball. I remember why I only let him eat my coochie, and I never let him fuck me, cause the head is amazing. Okay, well, that, I don't mind that sometimes because I'll just throw them niggas away. When the head just be amazing, I'll keep going back for the head, but I'll make an excuse for why I got to leave. Okay, but I, I do a, that shit all the time. I have a question for you because you know you ask your friends stuff, but it's like, let me ask yeah. you. Yeah, what is it? So my issue, one of my issues with this man is that it just be the text be weird for me. Like, I'm the type of person, don't tell me nasty stuff, show me. Because I okay. think it's weird when you always just, it's just like, okay. If you I like lead that, with sex, if they're like leading with sex. Yeah, it, it, it was yeah. a lead with sex where it's like, I'm not really into you, you're into me. So I feel mm-hmm. like you need to be working to get me into you because I'm not really there yet. Yeah. So it was like after, I'm not one person, I don't know about you, I'm not the type of person to talk about sex after we have sex. Okay, we had sex. It was nice. It was good. Let's have it again. I don't feel like it should be a conversation because now you're shocked. You, you scared, at this point, shook, you're panicking. showing me that you're shocked. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ain't never done that before, which is fine, but it's kind of like you're acting like a kid. You know what I'm saying? It depends on the relationship. Like, because if it's like a, a hookup, like a one-time like you know we met we hooked up i'm no we don't really need to talk about it we can do it again but don't talk about it if i don't like you and it's like really casual sets and it's it may or may not happen again it's one of those we don't need to talk about it no yeah and like girl like he barely even asked me like three days later he like didn't hit me up i had like came back here Mm -hmm. and like, he didn't even ask me, like, really, like, how you doing or nothing. He was just like, ooh, mm-hmm. I still taste you, da, da, da. And I was like. Yeah, you're, you've never had good pussy before, <laughs> sir, and you don't. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's all I need like, to hear. That's that was it. the one that's what, I needed to That's hear. what that tells me. And I said, yeah. I said, I don't like a man where you're not, no one's. No one's chasing you. No one's after you. Like, right. I like my man to be attractive to other women. I know, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, feel like to be like, girl, don't nobody know, don't know why you want him. Yeah. You. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, that just means that he's probably lame as fuck. And I just felt like you're doing on the pleasing to women. Is anybody calling you like, let me come suck your dick? Let me come, you know, like, probably not. like I don't think you're getting them calls. Probably like, not. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. No, and that's one of my issues. Like, my friends always be like, you be dating popular niggas. I'm like, I'm sorry, like, I'm popular niggas be falling for me. Like, I'm fucking cool. So, it's nothing to make a nigga fall in love. I can always make niggas fall in love. Like, it's literally, like, fun for me to do. Like, my personality. Yes! My personality is great. And I'm like, I could make a nigga fall for me. And I truly believe that I can have any man that I want. Like, if 
if I have access to that man, I had a problem with a nigga telling me I love you within two weeks. Yeah, like it's the love for me. It's it's the love. I'd be like, ooh, love me. And that's what I was saying about the clubhouse chat is that I was feeling like, why do men feel like we're so emotional that we can't have sex without feelings or without? Yeah, because I feel like I'm the main one that when I text you back, shit, a nigga just text call me and I ain't talking. That's me. I I don't. Men, they die on that hill, but I honestly feel like men catch sex feelings quicker than women. And I know that's a hot take, but I've seen niggas like, we have sex and all of a sudden, like I said, you're, you're on my on my dick. So you're on my dick. You're on my dick tough. And I can tell that you have feelings for me because you're not only just, you're not only one to have sex again, but now you're wanting to like, oh, can we go here? Can we do this? Da, 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 da. You're calling me, texting me all the time. I don't believe that you did not catch feelings. Yeah, you caught feelings from sex because that can happen, especially if you got some good coochie. Like, I don't believe that men just be fucking and they don't get attached. Me, I can separate, like, feelings from sex a lot because normally for me, I'm very sensitive and I do fall hard for people, but normally yeah. I'll fall for you before we even have sex. That's how it is with me. Okay. There yeah, so if we just have sex first, like, a you know, a one-time hookup, I'm probably not going to be sexually, like, att- you know, attached to you at all. Yeah. It's gonna be the shit that comes prior to that. Like, and if I really like you, I probably won't. Sometimes I have fuck people that I, you know, first date and end up dating them. But for the most part, I'll just really just like like you and be into you, and then I'll fall for you. Then we have sets, and I like you a whole lot. So the sets is great. Then boom, love. So <laughs> yeah. boom, love. love. Exactly. So, yeah. So I'm just really mad at my ex boyfriend right now because it's just like we had such a nice sexual connection. You were open. You were. I'm glad that you leveling up but at the same time like damn like it's hard losing that one when I had to let mine go it was really it took me a long time I didn't have sets for a whole year I didn't talk to niggas for a whole year because I was like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna be us like that shit was okay how'd you get through that sis because I literally just I did not talk to any niggas. I didn't talk to no niggas. And, I, and Morgan, I mean, I literally did not talk to no niggas. Like, That's not even texting. Like, I try, but it's like, no one's giving me the energy. They gonna what, what you doing all day. I can't. That's the thing. I had tried thinking that's what I needed to do. I thought I needed to do that. And then I tried and the niggas was lame. So it's like, why am I over here? Like, about to give these niggas that don't deserve coochie, coochie. Like, what the fuck? Let me just stick to myself. I get a better net from beating off. So I got all kind of toys. So I just beat off and kept to myself for a whole year. And then the last nigga I was talking to, that's another reason why I was so frustrated. Girl. Like, I ain't gave nobody no pussy in a whole year. <laughs> I give it to you. And you talking about you don't eat coochie? And that's literally the conversation when we first had sex. He was like, you're tripping right now. Why are you acting crazy? I was like, because I have not gave nobody coochie in a year. And you're grown ass is sitting here telling me you don't eat coochie. I said, I would not have gave you no pussy. And then you nut it fast on top of that. To the point where Morgan, Morgan talked all that shit for you to Netflix. I'm sitting here telling nigga, I like my hair. Morgan. I like to be choked. I like to do this. Boy, you wasn't in it long enough to pull a hair. He's talking shit. Talking about my dick big. That dick was, it was not big and it was not, like it wasn't thick and it wasn't long. Like it just, I'm like, okay, but I could work with it. Like I said, you know, this don't have to be big. I don't. I don't. I wear but, so, that's some gross shit that's that's some grown shit people we he put it in and it was just like he wasn't talking it was like he just was stroking i was like okay and then he like hopped up i didn't feel anything normally i can see a man's face feel them yeah. when they're about the net i didn't see any of that so when he hopped up he was like give me a towel and i was like for what 
And he was like, give me a towel. I'm like, for what? For Mind what? you, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. I'm like really horny. I ain't had sex in a year. I got a nigga here. Like, you know, I'm like, so what do you need a towel for? He's like, he don't want to say it. So I'm like, what? Because I'm getting pissed off at this point. Because you didn't eat my pussy already. I'm trying to bust a nut some kind of way. I'm already mad. He's like, I, he's like, I nutted. I said, what? You <laughs> what? I'm like, When? When? When did you come? And he's just like, can you just go get me a towel? And then I was just, I was just a drunk mess because I was frustrated. I get him the towel and I was just like, I don't know how this is going to work. I like you. I think you're cool. But I like to have really good sets with people I like. And I was like, I don't know what how this is going to work. You don't eat coochie. Like, this was quick. Whatever. So that was just a weird ass experience. I was pissed. I still kept having sex with him because, again, I was really vulnerable. And he kind of got better. But it still yeah. was very childish. It was like good sets that I had in high school. Like, literally just sets and that's it. Like, you oh, know? Oh, boy. It he wasn't said... like more. We couldn't do more stuff, you know? Yeah, okay. I just, I guess my thing was, okay, you ate the coochie real good. I know it a few times. My thing was, you can't read the body. At that point, it was to the point where the, the head was so good, you could have stuck it in and... I wouldn't have gave a fuck, you know? Right, yeah. Where you could have really got to work, where it was kind of like, you know, consensual sex is great, but I've already gave you consent. Right, so. I'm grabbing boy. on your hand, grabbing on your Baby, hand. You have your way with me. <laughs> he, Please. He let, it, he let it go too far. Like, he let me nut too many times. And then it was like, when he got in there, he nutted quick. But girl, have the nerve. You don't want to go back in. Like, you know, it was kind of like, another oh, thing. So, so are you going back to your friend's house? And I said, well, I guess so. Cause he was, I was supposed to spend the night. And I'm just like, if that was for you to think that I was going to say, Oh no, I'm spending the night. No, no I'm not. Because I'm going. I'm, yeah. Yeah. You just gave me an out. You just gave yes. me an out. At first I was feeling bad. No. I'm going to just stay here until five o'clock in the morning. I tried to know. Skedaddle, but he was like, you going back to your friend's house? I said, yep. Put them pants back on. He had but, his job with uh -uh. I was like, like, that's weird. That's it? Weird. I see that's another reason why now I I have this rule where I pre I only have sets at home in my bed. Like I don't like to go to niggas' houses because I don't know what it is, but for some reason, whenever I've gone to a niggas' house when I was having a lot of casual sets, I I would not want to stay there. And niggas would be very upset. And it's like, I don't have time for you being in your feelings. Like, we met at the club. We linked up. The sex was good. You know, we fell asleep. They I woke up. I wake up at, like, 3, and I'm going home. And I'm that person. I'm going to get in my bed. In my bed, nigga. Like, what the fuck? I'm drunk, like, you know, I need to get some good sleep. Right. I'm drunk. I need to find something to eat and go to bed. Like, go back period. To bed. Like, like this was a nap. yeah, so this was a nap, and I didn't, I don't remember falling asleep because normally I'm drunk off of edible something when I'm having <laughs> casual sex, so I don't remember falling asleep. I would have been with home, so no, right now I'm not dating any. Well, I'm lying, I'm not dating anybody right now, and I don't want to date anybody seriously until I move because I move in July. Where are you moving? Um, Houston. I'm about to tell you, girl, I'm about to be flying to Atlanta. Me and you Come gonna on, be, let's go, sis. We're gonna be besties, sis. You just wait. <laughs> I need a trip. We're gonna be besties, sis. So just know oh, that. God. Just know. We're oh, gonna God. be besties. I was like, that's, it. that's it. We're gonna be kicking it, sis, because I love to catch a flight. You come to Houston, I go to Atlanta. Boom. So yeah, I'm not gonna seriously date nobody till I get to Houston. But in the interim, like, you know, I'm going to Mexico for my birthday solo. 
and I love I love getting dick on vacation. Yeah, I need it. Like I went through so much last year, and I haven't had a chance to take a break. When's your birthday? February twenty third. So I'm a Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the spiritual freaky ones. No, for But real. yeah. So I plan to get some dick on vacation. Like, I love getting dick when I travel. It's one of my best yeah, things, favorite yeah. things to do. I'm living for you. Every guys. vacation I get dick. Hey. Like, every single time. So I'm excited for that. I'll for definitely real? do that. <laughs> Girl, I do. Could you just good. meet niggas? And I, like I said, I like experiences and moments. So if we're, like, connecting, there's sexual energy. I'm you're like attractive. Like, I'm like, I love kissing. I love kissing. So I do that. I'll be I'll be in these clothes at the at drunk. Don't, don't nobody know me. I'm out here slobbing a nigga down. Okay. <laughs> and we're gonna have a good time and I could just you know, either I'm gonna see him again or I'm gonna find another nigga a different day on the vacation. And that's so. why I was trying to tell people because at first I was like, Maybe I'm just like, you know, too hooked on my, you know, my ex or whatever. Maybe and I told people I said no. When I'm ready to fuck, I'll fuck you. When I'm ready, when yeah. you touch me, I'll let you touch me. But I know mm-hmm. when the vibe is not there. If the sexual energy is not there, it's just not there. And that's why when niggas be like, because I'm, you know, I kind of lead sexually, like I'm going to let you know if I like it or not. Just because yeah. I went through such a weird time where I was just insecure. I didn't really know much about sex. I was in a really fucked up relationship, you know, when I was younger, high school, college days. I now like take control of my sex life. Like, I'm going to tell you, I don't like this. It's not working for me. Boom. So niggas will, will be like, like we said earlier, oh, you must have sex with a lot of niggas. No, because I don't have sexual energy with a lot of niggas. So, no, it don't work like that. It's just, it's not worth it. I, I said I'm single all 2020. I'm single all 2021. Y'all not, y'all not wrapping me up in that bullshit because I catch a lot of niggas where it's like, um, you know, they be, oh, I like you. You know, they want, they want you to be their girlfriend, but they don't want to be your boyfriend. Exactly. You know? And you can and go the fuck to hell, period. And it be like, oh, we moved too fast. No, you got me fucked up. First That's, of all, that happened to me. That's what happened. That's what the last man did to me. I'm like, you literally asked me for a chance. I told you that I ain't dated nobody in a year because I went through a fucked up relationship. And then... We're moving forward. Everything's fine, but I'm not asking you no questions. But then shit starts getting funny underneath the light, and I let you know I'm setting boundaries, and you're gonna tell yep. me, "Well, we are moving too fast. We shouldn't have done all this, nigga. You're the reason why we're here." I was like, "You're the reason why we're in this shit." I was fine. I'm heavy on that. You could have left me the fuck alone. Period. Thank you could have left me the fuck alone. <laughs> we are, we are besties. So we sis, are. because. Um, you would just we just relate and I just I just love it. I just you love know, it. I love the openness, but that's also how like I kinda like put it I don't know about you, but your friend circle changes as life goes on. But mm-hmm. um I actually started being where like I hone in on the friends where I can be totally myself. Myself. Like, you know, because that is a luxury that people don't realize. Like I can't there's not a lot of people that I can be 100% myself with. And I cherish that because so long, you know, you battle with imposter syndrome. You battle with, am I doing, am I too much for this crowd? Cause you know, I'm in corporate and I sit on the board for an affinity group for black employees at my company, but you know, I'm from Seattle and in Seattle, there is a lot of black people, but the transplants don't realize that because it's so gentrified now. It's, completely gentrified since they came here and so i'm me you know this is how i am i don't really code switch too much i'm always going to be wanting to kick it and so them they kind of feel like because they came from a different place they have to come here and act 
goody two shoes sometimes. At least when I first got around those people. Yeah. So I would struggle with, am I too much? Am I too loud? Am I too ghetto? Am I too proper? Like, you know, and so the fact that you can be around people where you don't have to have those mental conversations in your head and you can just let go and release and be yourself. Yeah. I love it. And that's another reason why I'm moving to Houston because I feel like people will see me more there. Every time I go to Houston, I feel seen. You never have a, you're, it's going to be easy peasy because that's how I felt when I came here. Like, like, so that's where I came from where I was like, I don't necessarily want to go to Atlanta. That's not, yeah. that wasn't the ideal place for me just because it was kind of like, I've been here so many times. This is like home. You know, this, mm-hmm. is, this is like home. Yeah. I know where I'm going. I know people here. I got family here. Mm-hmm. But it was like, that's where I need to be. Because, yeah. Like you said, like, I'm going to be seen. People are going to latch on, you know. Mm-hmm. Down here, like, South period, people people speak. They, they speak. They it's see. not weird. Like, they see you. they're outgoing. Like, I love yeah, to love on people. Women, body, body does not period. matter here. It don't, it don't matter at all. I feel the most beautiful as soon as I get off a flight to the South. And I mean beautiful. Like, I can't come out the gas station with, hello, beautiful, I have on a mask. Look at Dusty. <laughs> and niggas are like, hello, hey, Gordon, beautiful. Can I get I'm trying to take care of you. I want to yeah. take care of you. And That's I'd be like. And men seem to not think that we need our ego stroke, but my ego gets Oh, stroke. baby, I need my ego stroke because I'll stroke the fuck out of yours if I like oh. you. So please do it for me too, Pooh. I deserve. And I'm an observer, so I need an observer. I need you to see, like, oh, she like that. Okay, so next time I'm a. That's what I like, and that's you why don't the have last to ask me for nothing because I already know. It's already I'm always gonna pay attention because if I really like you, I'm like, I become a little, a little crazy on the crazy side. You feel I me? Obsession. Okay. I think obsession is a normal thing in relationships. Like you start to obsess over a person, so I'd be like, okay, let me pay attention I to this person. I need somebody to be obsessed with me, and that's I need the I same mean. energy. I need the same energy. Um, so wrapping this up, I want to go into my our segment called Vibe of the Week. So it's like a song or a podcast. My vibe is the same as it was last week because I'm still listening to the same shit. Jasmine Sullivan, Hotels. It's a story that most women can relate to. Like from start to finish, I love it because they speak on women being okay with being sexual beings. They speak on men not being able to accept that still when we're in 2021. They speak on women feeling like they can't be 100% themselves because they're not good enough or, you know, niggas make you feel like you're not good enough. They speak on being digmatized and how it's fucking normal. They speak on everything that, especially, I feel like this is perfect album for women in their late 20s. Early 30s, late 20s, when early 30s. When I tell 30s. you that, that album is so, what I love, because a lot of times when it comes to artists, you know, we have to take the money and the fame out of their songs to relate mm-hmm. to us. You know, mm-hmm. we have to bring the tax bracket down a little bit in right. the song so that mm-hmm. we can relate, you know, because we have to think of it, they in the same situations as if it's just a different tax it's bracket. It's just a different niggas, tax bracket. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're going through the it's same. It's a different nigga pool. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So hotels was like one where I felt like even though Jasmine Sullivan, we think of her as a superstar, like she was she seemed real, normal, fast girl. We yes. okay. We yes. a broke ass nigga. We out here making the bread, right? You know, we out mm-hmm. here giving our sexual self to these niggas who yes. is not even eating yes. our pussy. Okay, yes, you feel me? Yes, so, yes, yes. um, it's definitely hotels, but I've been on fucking teak. 
Like, my vibe is... I love Tink. And I'm so sad that she's not amplified in ways that she should be. I don't know who her label is, but they're not doing her right. Tink Dude, should be bigger. Tink bigger. should be like Summer Walker. Tink and Summer Walker are... I, and I stand Summer Walker. I know she's a little... And Summer Walker slow, has... But Summer's my girl. Summer <laughs> Summer gives us vibes. And yes, and so does Tink. Tink should be where Summer she's Walker been is. been giving us vibes since... Been. Like 2010? Yes. Like, I just want somebody... Yeah, come on. Stop playing. Okay, like, stop playing. We all know that song. She should have took off at that moment. Like... Tink... That that bottom bitch, y'all, oh, man. I haven't heard that song. My last favorite song is I'm gonna call Brian, FaceTime Ryan, call up Keenan <laughs> till I need them. Niggas ain't loyal. I said yes, sis, because when I was you rostering it up, come on. I'm gonna call no, up Keenan till I need them. I definitely done left it like, oh shit, there's some niggas that we done left each other in 2020 because it's just like, yeah, I, I'm I tired of the back and forth. You know, what the I'm back saying? and forth is stupid. And you just get the to a point, it's just forth. like, this isn't going anywhere. And we, what you doing all day? I can't do it no more. 2021, we not on what you doing. We not. And then, you know, calling me all the time because you're insecure that, you know, you know that you're doing bad shit. So you want to call me and be on the phone with me all day. So you know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I don't have time for that. I fucking work a job. I have a really great career. And I'm trying to build an empire with myself so that I can get rid of this fucking tech career and move on. So it's like, I don't got time to sit and talk to you on the phone all the time because you're insecure because you know you ain't shit. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell y'all like dead ass. Like, and I don't even feel bad. Like, you know, normally I feel like the insecure me would feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. But it's been where I see niggas, they, you know, we, we vibing. As mm-hmm. soon as it gets to the, oh, what you doing today? And I say, oh, putting these orders together, doing shit for my business, conversation stops. Yeah, because they, they don't need no more. They don't, like don't it. you know? And it's just like, like and the fact is, to some people, ladies, they don't, like don't it. get discouraged. That amplified me like, oh, okay, I'm on to something. Yeah, because same something. thing with me. Like, once he's seen that, like, I literally don't need you for anything. But it's like, I'm never going to make a man feel like I don't need them. I'm not that stupid. No, I'm but, I'm, submissive. I'm submissive. Right? I'm very submissive. But they, they can't, like, decarmen compartmentalize with a woman you know being independent but also needing them for you know certain things in their life like just because i don't need you for money you know you can still give me some but i don't need you for money like i just need you to love me and i feel like they just feel like they are only used to women that need them for me pick my outfit out right get my hair something you don't have to like i do need you pick out my nail color because i can't and pay for it. Okay. Please. Manny petting me, please. Thanks. But yeah, men can't like compartmentalize with just knowing that a woman can need them in ways more than just financially. And so when they see an entrepreneur, they're just like, you know, entrepreneurs are brave. They're brave. They're independent. They have a fucking backbone. You have to have a backbone as an entrepreneur. And men don't like bitches with backbones. They like doormats. So that's the first reason why they leave. Because they just shook. Girl, when I see <laughs> conversations and stop, even with men, that's like, I know that's like 37, 40, like. Yeah, because they don't want that. They want to, they want women that are like, you know, they look good. They got this shit going on when it comes to their looks and how they carry themselves and all that shit. But they want somebody that literally can't go on without them. And, and I'm the type of woman where I like you to tell me you busy. Please be busy. Doing some, tell me you busy. Please tell me I you're busy. Because right I'm doing this meeting. 
I can't talk right now. I got to finish this project. Right. Be busy. And and you mean it because you really are working. And I see your project. All it's going to do is keep my coochie wet till you're done. Simple, simple math. <laughs> simple so why can't math. it be the same? Why I don't, I don't know. They I don't know, Morgan. It's soft as soon as we say we working on something. As soon as we say we working on something. Or as soon as I say, like I had a nigga where... I had mentioned, like, I'm getting a promotion. Duh, 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 duh. And then he was like, okay, what's your promotion coming with? I'm thinking he's going to be excited for me. Because, like, you be excited for your little raggedy-ass friends when they finally get a job at the fucking local warehouse. You I was get, thinking that you, you would be excited for me. Right. And it just would be like, oh, that's what's up. Congrats. Like, not, oh, baby, let me take you out. Let's celebrate. Like, no. Like, I just, that's why I said I'm, I'm not dealing with niggas. I'm only dealing with niggas that have money. And I'm only dealing with niggas that actually want to take care of me. And that's it. Like, because, like I said, I'm a fucking catch. And, and why would to- I waste my time with a broke nigga when I can get a nigga that has money that will take care of me and fuck me good? They're it's, out there. Why do we used to be the one being like, no, you know. I dumb, dumb. Nigga, like, he just got to support me. Where it's like, no, I'm sorry. Dumb. <laughs> You ain't gotta have the bag, bag, but we working but you, for a bag, and you gotta yeah. have something. Like, you gotta have some type of foundation to build with me, because I'm not in the place where I want to help somebody build from scratch. I'm not there yet. Somebody else can do it. Go ahead. I, more luck to you. But me, I'm not there. I don't want to do that anymore. I spend my time trying to help niggas build up just for them to waste my fucking time, literally. And now I look at them, and they still ain't shit. And I was six years went by, and I'm look bad. at you. Yeah, I I told I told you I feel bamboozled. Literally, I can't get my fucking time back. You got me. Uh, you got me excited that you was this motivated ass nigga and sold me a dream like we were really building some shit. Like that's the last nigga said. Oh, I'm I'm gonna build with you. We gonna build this this, and that. What what did we build? You we built a fucking a barrier between us because we ain't together no more. We ain't building shit. Niggas love that shit. Story or what? We, we do, because niggas we are nuts. Like, what? I, I posted me the other day. What's really scary is these niggas be living a double life, okay? That's what the same thing with this last nigga. He was living a double life. And I'm like, how do you expect me to, like, want to really move forward with you? And I don't even know what you do on this when you're, you know, when you're at home. Like, no, we cannot build. I cannot build with somebody that has a whole separate life outside of me and him. Like, I don't care. I don't care about none of that shit. It's stupid. And we're not building anything. Like, I'm building I, this I block. Party where it's like, even if I am the breadwinner or I, you know, my business gets so successful where it's like, be when your business gets so successful. Yeah, when my, when when? my business gets successful, definitely it's kind of like, can you bring your ego down to help? You know, because you do see entrepreneurs where it's like, their husbands quit their job to help them with their business. Yes. Bring your ego down to be like, my wife pays me or my, you know. my. Like, I want you to be proud. Pay. Yeah, be yeah. proud of me what I'm doing. I don't know. Because of you, you, you brought on a whole new audience. You know, now. Right. Like with him, is with my ex-boyfriend, it's kind of like, you're a dude. We could have did. I now have, you know, male products or, you know, products that are geared towards men. Whereas if your ego didn't get in the way, we could be making money right now because you could be my model, you could be my this, right? You could be my that this will become both of us getting your checks. Go down for saying no. I right. should be doing this and I should be making this much money. Where it's kind of like you slowed me down because you I was thinking you was all money in and, and you wasn't. You wasn't. 
Right. Yeah, I I just don't understand it. And I know, like, some people be faking faking the damn funk on social media, on YouTube and shit. But still, when I see certain bloggers like Jalissa Vaughn, you know, her husband is holding the camera as she's vlogging. You know, like, he's helping her with Q&A. Like, he's supporting her through her shit. Or, like, even, like, Jackiana, like... You, yeah, her husband don't really say Danielle shit. Organic. Yeah. Her husband is real in there. But they're just girl. popping up, being seen, helping them out. And it's just like, if you're so stuck in your head that you can't realize, like, the grind that I'm doing and about the, you know, return on investment that's going to come from you helping me out, like, I'm going to be making six figures from my side hustle. Like, I'm already making six figures from corporate. So if I make six figures from my side hustle and I have full control over this shit and it's going to keep growing, why would you not support me with it? But yeah. you're just upset because niggas are looking at me because I'm putting myself out there and you're insecure. And he, like I said, he was in entertainment, so it was like, you know, always the, I couldn't get mad at social media. I couldn't ma- get mad at the women that would come around or the women that would No, boundaries. Fight. Whereas now it's like, well, now I am, like, I'm a sexual therapist. You're like, author. yeah, a coach. You know what I'm a saying? Well, sexual a sexual wellness sexual, coach. Sexual wellness coach, whereas men come to me too. And a lot of times they are men that may like me, mm-hmm. but we are, they're very, people are very open with me. Like, yeah, I like you, but I'm definitely fucking on these bitches. You know what I'm Right. Saying? Yeah. And that's like, how it should be. And I like that. We have that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know where it's a lot of guys, they be too scared to tell you because no, you're going to be mad at me. You're not going to want to fuck with me no more. And da, 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 and Not really. Because like, most niggas. Ten times out of nine, most niggas that are, like, conversating with you, conversing with you, are definitely attracted to you and probably like you. And so, I look good. So. <laughs> I be like, all these curves, back rolls, flat ass, okay? Stop. <laughs> I said, these, these, I said, I posted on my personal Instagram, like, y'all gonna get these looks this year. Period. I ain't holding back this year. Why? Why would you? Nobody for what, Morgan? You, you for what, Morgan? I'm showing these looks. I'm posting the content. I don't care. Like some stuff's risky, My but it's like you gotta try it. Posted today. Okay, friend. Fuck it up then. I know that's right because that hair, that skin look good. So, period. <laughs> so, yeah, this this got me started for the day. I love your podcast. This Thank you. Good. So we've been vibing. You. you vibing? I'm vibing with Jazz. You vibing with Tink? We're besties. Um. Tell the people your social media, what you want them to do, all that stuff. Plug yourself, what products. This is your time to sell yourself. Now, y'all, okay? <laughs> Number one products in America, pretty P, apothecary, okay? So we're going to get you together. Also, I love to teach people about holistic wellness, so make sure, make sure you guys follow me at loveprettyp. That's L-O-V-E-P-R-E-T-T-I-P on Instagram. As well as TikTok, as okay. well as uh, Facebook. I have a Facebook group called Miss Pretty Pussy, in which we dive into a lot of these conversations as well. You know, we got polls on there. Um, also, I'll put exclusive deals. I always have deals, so Joining make sure now. you guys sign up for text messages. I always put like tips of the day and stuff. So you sign up for text free messages. game. Yeah, by uh, texting pretty P R E T T I to twenty one thousand. So you guys can always keep up with me. I answer DMs, I answer questions. I'm about to get started back on having my uh, Venus Whisper consultations, which is 
a consultation plan. I have two different plans where you can do like two weeks or just a summary of things I want you to do to get back to being you connect with your womb. So, you know, a lot of people have trouble with libido, having children, stuff like that. So what my consultation plans do, basically we go through your daily routine, what you mm-hmm. eat, what you do for self care. Do you drink enough water? Oh, okay. Stuffing. We, we going through all of that and, the two week plan is usually always the best because I get the more informa- I get more information out of the clients that way because mm-hmm. like you said, a lot of people don't like to tell their business off bat. Right. Tell their little flaws. You right. Know, for that. But usually during that course of the two weeks, y'all end up telling me what's Something. going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because you're a so, listener, so you can uh, hear it. Basically I come up with a routine, a meal plan, a self care routine affirmations stuff like that and a lot of women um you can even go on my highlights and you'll see some of uh we call them uh the uh the venus confessions uh the Mm. consultation confessions in which um some of my clients will tell you how their consultation went with me um i used to have ladies in the fetal position during their menstrual cycle where now they're up running you know, honey, I'm about to be a whole brand period. <laughs> what periods is for two days is gone? You better notice when it comes. And a lot of it, you guys, is based off of self care. Are you giving yourself enough self care? Are you waking mm-hmm. up in the morning and getting on Instagram? Or are you waking up in the morning and meditating? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. So, um, definitely make sure you guys follow me, DM me any questions. Um, Text messages are the best way because you will get all the info that way. I'll make sure I put it all in the description box, you guys. And follow our Instagram page, multifaceted underscore black girl. On Twitter, we're multifaceted underscore BG. And then me, I'm dummy baby on everything. Instagram, Facebook, or not Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse. Even though Clubhouse has been on my goddamn nerves. So yeah, Girl, I've been follow on me. Clubhouse this week. You know, you guys actually get my Clubhouse um, at Love Pretty P2 um, on Tuesdays around 7 o'clock Eastern time. Um, I have groups. I'll be hosting groups. I'm trying to come up with a club where we just, we get into it. Just like this. I'll hop on yours. We just but... got into it. Because okay. I had to get off to... You know, I get locked into the entrepreneur clubs, but yeah. it, it gets very repetitive. But then also, very repetitive. it can be very intimidating, you guys. So be beware because there's some mm-hmm. millionaires on there and sometimes they don't be talking about shit in your tax bracket. So make sure. They don't. <laughs> You'd be like, why am I here? This headline made it seem like this was for me and y'all in a whole different universe. So Yeah, it, it's transformed in the last few weeks, you guys. So you definitely yeah. um, go on there for specific reasons. I follow a few good groups for, you know, entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, make sure you guys definitely follow. I'm going to just put her out there. Her name is uh, Talisha Johnson. Uh, I think I've seen and- her. Yeah, and yeah. she uh, does the official glue, and she is a great person to just connect with. Okay. And a lot of people that I've connected with through Clubhouse is through her group. So, um, oh, this is all the gems, you guys. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I can't wait to listen to it back. I just feel like there's so many gems and ready, two multifaceted okay. black girls just talking and loving on each other. So, thank you so much for being a guest, Morgan. I appreciate your time. I have to go and act like I'm working for the rest of the day, you know, got to get on to my corporate hustle, y'all. But thank you so much, boo. And I hope you have a great day 
And yeah, yeah, super excited. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. Have a good day. All right, girl. Bye. Bye.